The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Roster brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. Roster brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. Roster brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io SGPN. That's SoBet.io SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everyone to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, January 7th, 10.35 on the East Coast. And joining me to break everything down in the NBA on this Friday morning, my esteemed co-host and colleague Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, how you doing this Friday evening, brother? Bro, I'm good. I'm good. Feeling real pee today. Uh, you know, I'm out here just trashing y'all with bad picks. Like, you know, it's really crazy. That's not pee at all. But I'm uh, uh, I'm gonna get back into it. Like, I'm gonna get back into it. We hey, we had some fun in the NBA over the past couple of days. I'm not even gonna hold you. It's been some fun in the NBA over the last couple of days. But uh, I'm feeling good. Yeah, definitely a lot of <clears throat> interesting things. That have transpired in the NBA. We saw the return of Kyrie on uh, Wednesday night against the Pacers. Um, uh, Upset victory by the Dallas Mavericks over the Warriors. Um, A lot of good games that happened over the past couple days here. We'll dive right into it, Terrell. Let's start with our pick from Wednesday night. Um, I'll start with mine. I had locked up the Warriors minus five and a half. And that was nowhere. Well, yeah, I can say it was nowhere close to hitting. The Warriors were outscored in the first half by 11, particularly in that second quarter. Uh, Mavericks wanted 29-18. They took an 11-point lead in the half. Golden State Warriors fought fought back in that third quarter. I think they had like a four or five-point lead, but uh, eventually ran out of gas in that game. Fourth quarter, Warriors only ended up scoring 15 points got outscored 29-15, and that was pretty much it. Steph Curry, um, terrible shooting night for him. He was 5 of 24, 1 of 9 from three-point line, only had 14 points. Um, And, you know, for the past couple games here for Steph Curry, he's kind of been struggling shooting from the floor. I think, you know, Steve Curry did the right thing by giving him the night off yesterday. He also did bang knees uh, with, I think it was Dorian Finney-Smith in that Dallas game. Um, so he was a little sore after that, but yeah, over the last two games for Steph Curry, he's eight of 41 from the field, two of 19 from three point land, only 23 points. So I think 
last night was a good uh, good night for Steph Curry to take the night off. For my uh, dog, I had um, picked the Toronto Raptors to get the victory over the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, luckily, if you got to the – you put your bet in before the Giannis news came out, uh, you got a pretty good number. I was able to lock it up at plus 240. Uh, and when Giannis uh, was announced that he was not going to play because of an illness, that line moved to three and a half to the Bucks. It was still at plus money. But yeah, Rob Raptors, another team that fought uh, back is particularly in that third quarter. They held the Milwaukee Bucks to 11 points, won that quarter 24 to 11 and were barely hanging on in that fourth quarter. The Milwaukee Bucks made a run, but eventually the Raptors won that game 117, 111. So Glad my dog hit. Uh, Terrell, let's get to your picks. You had, um, let's see, you had the Denver Nuggets minus the three and a half against the Utah Jazz. Um, plus, it, it was plus three and a half. It still didn't cash. But oh, I'm sorry, plus, plus three, three and a half. half. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Plus three and yeah, a half. Yeah. It, it, it was the, exactly what we thought. Like, Denver's just not a good second half team, man. Like, they really can blow it in the second half. It, it was pretty decent. It was a really competitive game in the first half, but yeah. the Jazz just kind of pulled away in that second half. Yeah. Yeah. I think we also said that take Denver in the first half of that game. Um, depending on the number you got, um, I think it was around plus one, plus one and a half. If you got it very, very early at plus two, maybe when it opened, uh, you it maybe cash your bet. But the, yeah, Denver Nuggets were only down by uh, one point at the half. But like we say, you know, Denver is not a great second half team, and Utah was able to pull away in that game. Uh, they yep. get the victory, one fifteen, one oh nine, over the Denver Nuggets. Um, let's move on to your dog. You had picked the OKC Thunder against the Minnesota Timberwolves, and I, I think that before or when we were recording Terrell that we didn't get the news that Carl Anthony Towns and uh, D'Lo were going to be back in this game. Um, I think definitely that would have changed your opinion about picking the OKC Thunder uh, against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, I really, uh, I mean, we knew they were kind of questionable. We were like, we might get one, we might get both. We don't really know what they're going to look like or their conditioning. And ultimately they really didn't have like the best of games. Like that was definitely, it definitely looked like they were just coming back into basketball shape but it's just patrick beverly comes out of nowhere and drops 20 points like (laughs) that's a really big contribution to a team and patrick beverly just comes out of nowhere hitting threes and drops 20 points so yeah uh they 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 pushed the the spread didn't get the money line win there um but we'll talk about them again later yeah um i think there's a theme here that i think if you're getting guys back from health and safety protocols as far as maybe from a even a player props perspective, you may want to take a look at the uh, taking the under on some of these players because even Jason Tatum, when he returned on Wednesday night against the uh, San Antonio Spurs, he was only six of twenty from the field, had nineteen point mm-hmm. eight rebounds. But last night, um, I guess when he had one game under him, they played better, um, or he played better. Twelve of twenty one from the field, six of eleven from three. He's dropped thirty six points, nine assists and six rebounds for uh, the Boston Celtics. Um, So it is Friday, guys. You know what that means. We'll have our lock-in dog as usual, and it's Friday's parlays as well. Um, Let's move on to what we saw over the last couple of nights here, Terrell. I'll I'll give you the floor here, man. Uh, And What stood out to you over these last two nights? Oh, man. It was was interesting. We had – a whole bunch of fiasco in the 
excuse me, in the Heat and Blazers game. Yeah. Between Kyle Lowry getting tossed for passing the ref the ball. <laughs> or, uh, look, Tyler Hero is dangerously, dangerously close to getting added to these dudes ain't trying to fight for real. Like, like for real. He, like, on some real, he is really, really close. He, he was almost there when... Uh, Jokic pushed Marcus more, uh, not Marcus, but Markeith Morris, and he just kind of looked like, "Hey man, hey dude, what you do that for?" Like, you know, he he was very close there, very close here again in this game when he um shoves uh Jokic for a, a heavy strength, a strong screen that he put on him. Uh, he he's dangerously close. He's getting that that strike too, but. It ain't. It's not egregious like the others. He, but he's getting dangerously close. I predict that he's gonna get added to the the long list of names by the time the season's over. Uh, yeah. What else? What else happened? Oh, last night, the the, the Boston what's, the, the Boston Celtics are just. <laughs> they're not the team. Like I'm trying to tell y'all. Like is it's actually I should just make my dog whoever if the Celtics are favorite I should just make whoever they're playing my dog for the rest of the season like, I should just make whoever I'm, they're playing my dog because they they just fold they just fold the Knicks I can't even remember what the record was dang I should have wrote it down the Knicks have an abysmal record when they're down twenty five points yeah like abysmal they do not they, when they get blown out they get blown out. The fact that the Knicks came back and then RJ Barrett put them to bed. Wow. I is 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 Boston's gonna Boston. Boston is gonna Boston. I told y'all that I don't like Boston. I they there's just something that is just super hard to bet on them recently for the past couple of years. It's been super, super hard to bet on them. It it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. You you can't blow a twenty five point lead like that. You cannot. You absolutely cannot. And they fucked up the under because they blew the lead and then let the Knicks score all the points to go over. <sighs> Boston. Yeah, that that total was. Um, it, there was interesting movement throughout the day. I don't know if if you were tracking it or not, but um, it opened around. Um, I want to say it was around two oh seven. It got all the way up to two oh eight and a half. Um, and then closer to game time, it kind of came back to 208. But yeah, that that over, if you were on the over last night between the Celtics and the Knicks, a very, I guess you could consider very lucky to hit that over, especially when Jason Tatum tied the game at 105 apiece. And um, at that point, you either won or lost your bet. But yeah, RJ Barrett, with an absolute, absolute desperation, he banks it off of the uh, backboard and glass. It goes in to hit the game winner. I think we have to shout out Evan Fournier in this game. Uh, it's Evan Fournier. Yeah, 40 Fournier. points. Like, I can't wait to fade him. <laughs> 41 points. Yeah, 41 points last night. I can't wait. To... Uh, so he really, like, he's the Celtics killer. Like, he's really been going crazy. It was a revenge game for him. This season. Yeah, yeah, no, but, and, like, I don't know how it wasn't on this side, but he's been killing them all season. Like, all yeah. season, he's been having his best games against the Celtics. Yeah. So, it was just, like, it was, wow. Wow. But, yeah, Evan Evan Fortier, uh, he he had a real good game. Um, Marcus Smart had a good game as well on the other side of the ball. That cash, I seen that cash a bunch of tickets for, for people on gambling Twitter. Uh 
it doesn't matter. The Knicks, the Knicks can get another win. Yeah. And it comes at the price of the Boston Celtics. So I'm happy. I'm cool. <laughs> yeah. 10, 10, 10 for 14 from three point land for uh, Evan Fournier last night. Uh, and then I also had an over four and a half uh, assist ticket on Marcus Smart, or sorry, Marcus Smart. Um, as part of my player props last night, that one got, barely got over the number. He got five assists last night for the uh, Boston Celtics. But, yeah, that was one of the more four, fun games last night. Um, anything else, Terrell, from between Wednesday and Thursday who kind of stood out to you? Um, the return of Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie looked pretty good. Uh, he got off to a little slow start, maybe some nerves or, you know, just kind of getting the rust uh, off of him. But he finished that game 9 of 17, 22 points for the uh, uh, for Kyrie, for the Nets. Nets got off to a – defensively, I think that if Kyrie is playing in the game, especially on road games now, I think Scott also pointed this out in the NBA Slack channel, is that they might be returning to being an over team, like auto betting the over Terrell. What do you think, man? Because defensively, they gave up 73 first-half points to the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't that that just doesn't make sense. Like, there's no reason that it, that is damn near an all star game. Like that that doesn't make any sense at all. And yeah. so, and, and that a Pacers was, team that's depleted. A Pacers yeah, exactly. team that's depleted right now. So, yeah. uh, they're they're just giving up anything and everything. I gotta see a little bit more of a sample size because, uh, and we'll talk about it later. This team is uh, hitting the under um, pretty well uh, this season thus far. So. We'll see. We'll see yeah. how they keep going, and maybe, and maybe it's the fact that Kyrie is back in the lineup. Like if Kyrie's yeah. back in the lineup with James Harden, you know, Patty Mills was one of their best defenders this season so far, and you know that that cuts into his time. So yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll have to we'll have to look for it and see. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how this road. Playing on the road, not playing at home games is gonna maybe affect team chemistry or how the or how um, you know the Nets respond to it or how it affects Kevin Durant and James Harden because you got to think when you have a player like Kyrie Irving that that kind of rounds out your big three when you don't have them for your home games at least for now it, it's really gonna mess with how these type of players play with each other. You know, you kind of have to build that chemistry. And when you have it from one game and you don't, and I think this kind of goes back to what James Harden was saying is that, you know, I don't know what my role is now. It's even more complex and even a little bit more complicated now that Kyrie's only going to play on, on road games, but James Harden in that game, five of 12 from the field, 18 points, five rebounds and six assists. So the numbers were down. Maybe we expect a better game for him tonight without Kyrie in the lineup where Harden is probably going to have the ball in his hands even more uh, where they don't have to share the ball between three, uh, the big three. So yeah, we'll get into the nets. Um, <clears throat> they have a big game tonight against the Milwaukee bucks. Uh, anything else, Terrell, that stood out for you um, over these last two nights? Um, CP3 had triple-double. The Suns uh, are rolling. You know, I think they're first now. I think they're our first-place team in the league now. Uh, and um, Rudy Gobert. We'll talk about him a little bit later, though. Rudy Gobert tests positive for COVID. Yeah, a lot of guys that are out uh, with uh, COVID or injuries for Utah Jazz, but we'll get to that game uh, when we handicap it. Let's put a bow on it, Terrell, on the Wednesday and Thursday recapping our picks. Hopefully we can do better tonight for you guys. 
Let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll dive into the Friday night schedule in the NBA. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. Bet $5, win 400 and free bets. Also, win a VIP trip to Shaq's Fun House in LA. Bet $20 on WinBet's Build Your Own feature and earn a chance to win a once-in-a-lifetime experience for the big game. You and three guests will receive a VIP experience at Shaq's Fun House, two nights at Win Las Vegas, a $5,000 free bet at Win Las Vegas Sportsbook, and $5,000 in travel credit. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. NFL playoffs are around the corner and PropSwap has the best odds on Super Bowl futures. See a ticket you like but think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair, then buy it. You can always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors just like yourself. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will give will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale and thousands of buyers visit PropSwap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. Last week, Scott from Virginia purchased a Green Bay Packers Super Bowl ticket at odds of 6-1 when sportsbooks are only offering plus 450. If you're not using PropSwap, then you're missing out. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break here, Terrell, we have about, I think, nine or ten games here on the schedule in the NBA. So let's just dive right into it, buddy. Uh, Let's start with the first game here. We have the San Antonio Spurs headed to the Philadelphia 76ers to take on the Sixers in Philly. Uh, Currently seeing a spread of a minus seven and a half home favorites for the Sixers, a total of 217 and a half. Let's get to the injury report here. Um, For the, oh, I thought I had it open, but I didn't. All right, here we go. For the Philadelphia 76ers, Danny Green is questionable with the left calf tightness. Tyrese Maxey continues to be out in health and safety protocols, as well as Paul Reed and Jaden Springer. Shake Milton is out with a back contusion. And um, that is it for the Sixers. For the Spurs, a lot of guys have entered the health and safety protocols for them. So um, guys that are in health and safety protocols, Kelvin Johnson, Doug McBuckets, Devin Vassell, uh, Derek White, and Thaddeus Young. Um, I'm currently seeing Lonnie Walker, questionable as he returns from competition with reconditioning. So that'll be a, a piece to look out for, for the Spurs to, for them to get back here tonight. So right now it seems like it's going to be Jakob Ertl and the DeJounte Murray show tonight uh, for the Spurs for, against the Sixers. Terrell, what are you thinking on the seven and a half spread? Um, 
Well, so we have the melatonin basketball team here. Uh, 21-16 ATS, seventh best in the in NBA. And then we have and they're 2015 and two over under fourth best in NBA against the 76ers who look good at times and at times they don't. 18-19 ATS. Uh and then if we look at their numbers at home, it just doesn't get any better. Five and ten ATS at home, uh, eleven and nine on the road for the Spurs. It just seems like they're just trying to figure it out. Like Doc is just getting these guys to just kind of, all right, everybody just kind of go do your role, kind of just move, just keeping things afloat. Like it doesn't, <clears throat> they have some times that they play some teams and they look really, really good. Mm-hmm. But then they also have times where it's just like, I don't understand what this team is doing right now. Yeah. And uh, it, it is very confusing. They, they are a very slow-paced team, um, and they really set up their offense, and I think that's really, really good and why they can be so efficient. Uh, they're 11 points per game in the last seven. That's uh, 113, 113 points per game, and you got the Spurs' six best points per game. I'm leaning Spurs. I uh, – this number is really big. It's, I think it's too big for the 76ers. I, ultimately, that's what I think it is. I think it's too big for the 76ers. I think they still get the win. I, I think they still look decent in the game. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not – like, you're, you're getting eight points, like eight points, and that's kind of like a little bit of a key number in basketball. Uh, I just don't I, – I don't know. I don't see it. I'm very, I'm very questionable about this team. Like, I just have a lot of questions about this team. Uh, if they're not on from the three-point line, like, is is the scoring going to be there from, you know, Joel Embiid, from Tobias Harris, like, when guys like Danny Green, who might not even be playing in this game, yeah. like, you know, Seth Curry had 20 last time. What if he's not going? Like, is are we still going to get that scoring output? Like, you know, we're, we're leaning on the guys around Embiid and Harris right now, yeah. and – then without Maxi and without Milton, that's just even more depth that you don't have. Like, I'm really concerned about where they're going to be scoring points. That that's my concern here with with those guys out and how it's going. I'm concerned where they're going to be scoring points, especially if they um if they can't hit the three. Like San Antonio is the four best in the last seven, the fourth best opponent three point percentage. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, if they lock up. Seth Curry and uh, Corkmots from the three, then I, I, I don't know. I feel like it's, it might be too much for him. Yeah, I think we could probably say the same thing about the Spurs. Like, where is the scoring going to come from? Because against the Boston Celtics the other night, they had Kelvin Johnson. They had uh, Derek White. They had Devin Vassell. Those are two of three of your five starters that are not going to be playing in this game tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you're relying on some of your young guys off the bench, like Trey Jones, Joshua Primo, Breen Forbes to provide that scoring punch for you uh, to kind of take the place of those guys. And well, you mentioned Joel Embiid. He's been playing really well for this team. Um, over the last five games, if you kind of take a look, I think he scored 30 or more points over the last five games. He's yep. shooting the ball efficiently. And especially for the uh, San Antonio Spurs defending the paint over their last five games, they're all the way down to number 25 at 52.8. 
The question for me is going to be, I think the matchup that I'm going to be looking out for is Jakob Hurdle. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Can he contain or defend or give fits to Joel Embiid tonight in the post? And I'm not sure. I'm not sure because it just seems like Joel Embiid is he, he's in a groove right now. He, he's, he's playing well. Like I said, five straight games with um, 30 plus points. Um I'm leaning towards the seven and a half with the Sixers here tonight, because I just, for all the reasons that you mentioned that the Philadelphia Sixers might not Philadelphia 76ers might not be able to score. I think the Spurs are going to have a hard time scoring as well. So, which kind of means that we should like the under in the game as well. Then if we, if we think points are going to be at a premium here tonight, uh, Terrell. Yeah, no, I think the under is probably my best bet in this game. Uh, San Antonio Spurs on the road, uh, Seven, look, 12, seven, and one to the under. And then you got at home the uh, under is 10 and five for the 76ers. Like, I, I like those odds. We talked about this Spurs team and we talked about we love to get them on the road uh, to the under and take the over at home. So, yeah. I'd like, I'm, I'm continuing that trend, absolutely. Uh, and then, but. <sighs> I'm, I'm. I think I'm gonna take the Spurs. Like this just seems okay. like too much points for like because this Spurs team is like decent. Like they're decent and they're playing. Even though they have guys out, like they're coming out and they're still playing every single night. I think this is a big Kelvin Johnson night. He's uh, out. He's out. Yeah, Kelvin oh. Johnson's out. Devin Vassell is out. Uh, let's see what else do I say. Kelvin Johnson, Doug McBuckets, Devin Vassell, Derek White, and Thaddeus Young. Oh, okay. I ain't no. I didn't know that. Oh wow! I didn't know. Yeah, yeah all those Jared guys are in health and protocols. Yeah. So, is, so who else is playing besides Dejounte Murray? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be Jakob Hurdle. Yeah, no, it's going to be Dejounte Murray, uh, Breen Forbes, Josh Primo. Those are going to be the guys that are going to be out there for the uh, Spurs. Which oh, really yeah, makes no, me think: me. is the defensive effort going to be there for them as well? Oh yeah, give me Philly. <laughs> Give me Philly. That that changed everything. Give me. Yeah. Philly. So uh, I, I think if they had one of Vassell or Keldon Johnson playing tonight, or if Keldon like Johnson was three, playing, I think. Yeah. If Keldon Johnson was playing, I think that would be enough for me to t- to back the Spurs. If it was him and Dejounte Murray out there, that would be enough for me to back the Spurs. But if I'm not even getting him out there either, and it's just the Dejounte Murray show, then yeah. no, nah, I'm good. I'm good on it. Yeah, I feel like I also want to take a play on the Sixers team total here because they have been scoring the basketball over their five-game winning streak here. They scored 110 or more in four out of the last five games, 117, 114, 110, 133, and 116. So, um, you know, without some of the better defenders not out there for the Spurs tonight, uh, I think this might be a Joel Embiid game where he maybe drops a 40-piece if it doesn't turn into a blowout. But yeah, I think we agree now after uh, – after, Yeah, we after, clear, have to yeah. clear that up. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. And I'm uh, – you you look at the Spurs defensively, the fifth best opponent's point per, points per game at 103.9. So, yeah, yeah it's going it, to – they're going to smother the Spurs, especially with their playmakers not in the game. Uh, it, it's going to be – if the Spurs get it done, it's going to be a lot of DeJounte Murray getting guys – like young guys like Brent Forbes and Joshua Primo to their spot mm-hmm. and, you know, h- helping it make it easier for them to score the basketball. Yeah. Philly over the last five games uh, of the regular season here, uh, number one in offensive rating with a rating of 120.9, a net rating of 13.8. 
six, which is tied with the Philadelphia, sorry, with the uh, Phoenix Suns for number two in the league so far. So they were both leaning the Sixers here. Uh, maybe a uh, also a bet on the under, but I also do like the over for the Sixers team total here tonight. Let's move over to the next game, Terrell. We have. Oh, uh, let's see. You went away from my screen here. We have the probably the game of the night here. The Milwaukee Bucks headed to Brooklyn to take on the Nets, where the Nets are a five point. Home favorite, currently seeing a total of 232 points. Let's get to the injury report uh, quickly for the Brooklyn Nets. Everybody is in except for Kyrie Irving and Joe Harris. We know that he's recovering from left ankle in, uh, surgery. For the Milwaukee Bucks, a little more significant. So you have uh, your two best shooters probably out for this game. Grayson Allen is in health and safety protocols, along with Pat Connington. Um, uh, Dante DiVincenzo is uh, back on the injured list with a left ankle sprain, the same ankle that he was dealing with um, that he was returning from last season. George Hill is also in health and safety protocols. And then Drew Holiday, Terrell, also in health and safety protocols. So two of your five starters are in health and safety protocols. You have bench depth that is either out with injury or in health and safety protocols. And Giannis, I know he didn't play in the last game, but it was a non-COVID-related illness. So it's going to be the Giannis and Chris Milton show against James Harden uh, and Kevin Durant and a healthy squad for the Brooklyn Nets. So let's start with the spread here, Terrell. Five-point favorites for the Nets. What are you thinking? Huh. Okay. This is going to be a good one. This is I... – I think what? Go ahead. I'll go, no, no. I was just gonna say this is gonna. I feel like it's gonna be a shootout, but uh, we'll get to the total in a second. I want to get your opinion on the side here first. Yeah, no, I I do think this is still going to be a shootout. I think that we are going to get a very big Bobby Portis game, and that is going to be some of the uh, the points that help into the shootout and kind of alleviate from all these this offensive talent that is missing for the. For the Bucks, yeah. uh, if we look into the numbers a little bit, the Nets are in the last seven games are twenty first in opponents points per paint points in the paint. Okay. Um, and then we look at now. This is where they're going to have to adjust the Bucks because the Bucks get about thirty eight, thirty nine percent of their points in the points in the paint. That's like second to last in the NBA. So they were living by the three when they had all their shooters, when they had Grayson Allen, when they had Pat Connington, when they had uh, Drew Holiday, they were living and dying by the three. Now they're going this, and this is going to be on Mike Budhoser, and we'll see what he does as coach, but he's going to have to live in the paint. Like this game is going, they're going to have to attack the paint. That is the weakness. That is the major weakness of this net squad right now. Yeah. And, you don't have the amount of shooters that you did that can just go ahead and knock down, uh, knock down threes. Like you're missing, you're missing three really good shooters. And yeah. so I wouldn't just keep living and dying by the three. And that's, we've seen that in the past from the books. Like we've seen that in the past in d- different playoff runs that they will live and die by the three and they'll keep jacking up threes, even though getting points in the paint is, is what's working for them. Yeah. So I hope that they've learned from that. And they attack the paint today because that's where they're going to need to do to be able to score in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Giannis and Chris Milton are going to get theirs. Like, yeah, I, for I sure. really do. Yeah. I, think Giannis, I think Giannis and Chris Milton are going to get theirs. 
on the other side of the ball, I think uh, KD and James Harden are, is going to get theirs. Um, I am, I'm, ev- I feel like everybody is on the Nets. Everybody is on the Nets because of everything that the Bucks are missing. And I've talked about the Bucks bench depth, and I'm kind of questionable on what they're getting from the bench. But I think that I think that Chris Milton, Giannis, and Bobby Portis, I think those three, I think they're about to carry this team in this game. Like absolutely put this team on their back in this game. It's gonna be a lot of scoring. I think it's gonna be some big numbers between those three. I'm probably gonna have a same game parlay in case I'm right about that. That'll be pretty juiced by um, you know, maxing out some of their points over there. But I'm I'm gonna side with I'm gonna side with the Bucks and the points. I think they can keep it close. Okay. The Nets have been abysmal at home. They are four fourteen and one ATS at home. Look again, four fourteen and one ATS at home. That is second worst in the NBA. Yeah. The Bucks get up on the road. They've been playing uh decently during these road games and a lot of these road spots. So I will I'll take the Bucks in a game where they're like, all right, we need to, you know, come in here. And we got like we we want to look solid. Like this is the Brooklyn Nets. We want to look solid, and we want to not, you know, have a win above them in this Eastern Conference. Yeah, I think that if we kind of take a look at it, and you you hit the handicap on the on the head about points and the pain is that we've talked about over the past season that the Brooklyn Nets have not really done anything to address. Uh, sorry to address. Um, finding a a player in the paint to defend it, especially with a guy against like Giannis. Like Giannis last year in the playoffs against the Brooklyn Nets was getting anything and everything he wanted inside the paint. And again, yep. the Brooklyn Nets not didn't do anything to address that. So you're right that for the Brooklyn Nets, I'm sorry, for the Milwaukee Bucks tonight, attack the paint, you know, get everything inside the paint. You know, Chris Milton is a guy that can get to the paint as well. Bobby Portis, we know he lives inside the paint and gets most of his buckets from either grabbing a rebound and putting it back in, or he's going to knock down a couple three-point shots for you. The one concerning part for the Brooklyn uh, – sorry, for the Milwaukee Bucks is that defending the three-point uh, shot is there over the last five games. They're number 28 in opponent three-point shots made a lot at 15 per game, and teams are jacking up 41 three-point shot attempts for them, which is ranks number 29 uh, in the league. They're just be, uh, ahead of Brook, uh, sorry, the Charlotte Hornets. So I'm expecting three-point shooting here tonight from the Brooklyn Nets, and then I'm also uh, expecting the Milwaukee Bucks to attack the paint here tonight. Um, I'm going to see if this number grows a little bit or, or gets outside of five, five and a half, uh, maybe touches six. At that point, I would probably take the um, uh, Milwaukee Bucks as well, just because I think people looking at the injury report and saying, hey, no Drew Holiday, no Grayson Allen, no Dante DiVincenzo, um, no Pat Covington. That's a lot of your offense and, and depth that you're missing. But like you said, this is going to be a stars of a stars game. I'm expecting Giannis to probably go out and play 40 plus minutes tonight because he's not going to have a choice. Number yeah. one, I think did, I think Giannis and Chris Milton will both play 40 plus minutes. Yeah, and then again, Giannis didn't play in that last game against the Toronto Raptors. Maybe that was a sign to say, hey, against the Brooklyn Nets, that you're going to have to go out and play 40 plus minutes. Maybe just take this night off and then get ready for Friday night. So I'm going to wait for – I'm leaning towards the Bucks as well, but I'm going to wait for this number to grow here a little bit. Hopefully if it gets outside of uh, five and a half, maybe touches six, 
But uh, towards the total here, Terrell, I do love the over in this game at 232 uh, for the uh, for this game because I just feel like it's just going to be a shootout and def- defense is going to be very optional in this game. So my first thought was to take the over. Okay. And obviously, I still and I still do think points are going to be scored. I just think that it might not hit that high. Like, it might not get that high because these teams, like, we just think about it. You know, we knew the Nets as an over, uh, over auto bet last season. Yeah. But during that, se- during that playoff series, majority of their games went under. That was really interesting. Like, majority of their, when they, when they went into that playoff series, we were all on the over, and those games kept going under, 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 under. And by a mile. And, yeah, and ultimately, I think that defensive intensity increased for these two squads. Yeah. Uh, playoff K and playoff Drew didn't freaking help at all with, you know, some games they're just absent and void of scoring. Yeah. But I I don't know. I think the, these teams are, are going to grind it out. I think there is a very, very good chance that this could skyrocket over that over that total. Like this could be in the one twenties for both. But with the guys that are out for the Bucks, but I still expect them to kind of be up for this game defensively. I'm kind of on the under. The net seven and twelve at home to the under. Let me see one more game, and before I go back and try to start auto betting the and maybe maybe it's similar to. Uh, what we're doing with the Spurs, and maybe the Nets are more of an under team at home. And then when they get Kyrie back on the road, they just start putting up points and let points get put up on them. And yeah. you know, you start betting them on the over when Kyrie's in the lineup. Yeah, let me highlight this: is that I think I had mentioned this on um, I think the, the last Friday pod where um, when you have a total around 232 points right now for the first half of this game, the total is only at 113. And I said that you probably expect in a lot of these NBA games that your total in the first half is probably should be more than half of what it should be in the first half. Meaning I'm expert. I think the books are expecting more points to be scored in the second half. So if you do want to attack a total in this game, probably wait for that second half over at should be coming around around one nineteen um, instead of one thirteen in the first half. So I'll probably wait for this uh, second half over uh, in this game between the bucks and Mets. Um, but I think we're both expecting the the stars to shine in this game, Terrell, as far as maybe player props, huh? Yep. Yeah. I'm. I actually have a uh, a parlay in now. I'll just give it out real quick. I mean, it, yeah. I threw it in uh, before we started the show, and it was super juiced odds. But I just took, and it's like really simple to be honest. I just took Kevin Durant and I maxed out his his points at forty because I don't think anybody's going to be able to stop him. Mm-hmm. I took Giannis and maxed his points out at 40 because I don't think anybody's going to be able to stop him. And then I took it with the under, which okay. is the thought of, okay, these guys are probably going to lead the way in scoring, and then there might not be much after that behind them. Yeah. And that gave me 163 to 1. Ooh. So I'm, I, I threw five bucks on it. Okay. Like that's <laughs> a pretty, pretty hefty payout there if that hits. So, uh, yeah, I'm – interested in seeing how i'm interested this is going to be a good game i think it's going to be a good game i think that what we've seen in that playoff series this game can go so many different ways it could be a lot of scoring it could be no scoring so yeah. uh I'm, I'm going to be locked into this one 
especially because I ain't got to work tomorrow. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right. So let's move on to the next game, Terrell. We have uh, the Utah Jazz headed to Toronto to take on the Raptors, where the Raptors are an 11.5-point home favorite, currently seeing a total of 221.5. I think we do need to mention that the Raptors do not have fans in the arena right now because I think the uh, Canada is back on lockdown or restricting people from indoor um, indoor activities and, and crowd. So no crowd if you've been watching these Toronto Raptors games. But more importantly, I think we need to highlight the injury report for the Utah Jazz. And we were talking about it earlier. Um, so Rudy Gobert has entered the health and safety protocols. Utah was a team that wasn't dealing with health and safety protocols up until this week where Joe Ingles was the first player to enter it. But now it's Joe Ingles, it's Rudy Gobert are the two players that are in health and safety protocols. But there's also guys that are injured. Uh, Bojan Bogdanovich is out for this game. He has a left middle middle finger sprain. Jordan Clarkson, questionable, low back tightness. Mike Conley is out for this game with a right right knee injury recovery. Um, Donovan Mitchell is out for this game as well. Lower left back strain. Royce O'Neal, questionable with some tendonitis. Hassan Whiteside, concussion protocol. It seems like the top eight, nine guys are all out or questionable for the Utah Jazz team here tonight, uh, Terrell. So for the Toronto Raptors, everybody is back. Um, They've looked really good over the past six games here. But let's start with the spread here, 11.5 for the Raptors, a total of 221.5. What are you thinking? I don't even know how this game is getting played. Like I, 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 I don't know how this game is getting played. Like yeah. it, it really feels like the Jazz are not going to be able to field a team, and if they field a team, like this is not going to be a competent team at all. Uh, I'm not even playing. I'm not even playing with this. Just give me Toronto. Like I'll, I'll take Toronto or whatever I get. Like, uh, you know, maybe Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay turns back the clock. That could be a fun player yeah. prop to play. He had 18 uh, last game against the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, that's yeah, that should be. I think that could be really fun to uh, play Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay up. Um, I mean, I I wouldn't touch this team at all, honestly. Uh, I would. Jared Butler would be fun. I think Jared Butler uh, props. He should get some burn in this game. I think that's a, another fun one to play. And then yeah, if Jordan Clarkson goes, like just. All in on Jordan Clarkson, uh, but this is this is this is ugly. <laughs> this is yeah, ugly. it's really ugly. And Toronto's Toronto's getting into a rhythm because Toronto now has all their guys back. Yep. And so now they're they're getting their cohesion back. We saw that with how they took you know took down a little bit of a depleted Buck squad. So yeah, they're now after teams have gotten a chance to beat up on Toronto when they were you know, going through COVID and all that stuff. Now it seems like they're getting the chance and all the COVID gods are blessing the Toronto Raptors and their fans <laughs> because if we – no, but if we look at the past few games, they get the Knicks who were depleted by COVID, beat them by yeah, 15. you're right. Yeah. They get they get the Spurs who were depleted by COVID at that time, beat them by 15. Yep. They get the Bucks, no Giannis, uh, missing Grayson Allen, I think Pat Collinson – 
uh, for COVID protocols. So they're a little hit by COVID. They get a really good dub there. And now they're getting this Jazz team that's depleted by COVID and injuries. Like, everything is just going the Raptors' way right now. And I'm not going to fade that. So, yeah, I'll lay the 11. Yeah, I think that let's just say that Royce O'Neal, who has a questionable tag, and Hassan Whiteside, and let's just say all the questionable guys are going to be in here tonight. That's going to be a starting lineup of probably uh, Royce O'Neal, um, Rudy Gay, Jordan Clarkson, um, and God, I don't even know. Then off the bench, you're going to have Eric Pascal, Trent Forrest. So, yeah, I think that you just just close your eyes and just take the Raptors here tonight, minus 11 and a half. This team, the Raptors have now won four straight games after getting all their guys back. They have, um, over their last nine games, every single game has gone over the total. Um, and 10 out of their last 11 have gone over the total and they're scoring points. So I think another game, but this team is just offense. Their offense is clicking, like you said, because all their guys are back. So I, I won't be shy about probably taking Toronto Raptors over 11 and a half. Uh, sorry, one uh, 16 and a half over the team total here tonight. So yeah. Uh, anything else for this game for move on? Not much to say here. No, I'm good. All right, let's move on to the next game. We have the Dallas Mavericks headed to the, uh, to the H to take on the Rockets where the Dallas Mavericks are a two-point road favorite here, currently seeing a total of 214. Injury report for this game, uh, Luca. I did see that he was going to be doubtful for this game with a right ankle sprain. Kristoff um, Porzingis is in health and safety protocols. Isaiah Thomas is not with the team right now. Uh, I know he was in health and safety protocols. And then Boban Marjanovic is also in health and safety protocols. For the Rockets, um, only two guys are out. Usman Garuba is in health and safety protocols, and Alperin and Shangun is dealing with a right ankle sprain for the Houston Rockets, but everybody else is a go. Um, Terrell, let's start with the side here. Two-point road favorites for the Dallas Mavericks here. What are you thinking? Oh, I mean, I think I still, I think I still want Dallas. Okay. Uh, Luca being out, you know, kind of hurts. And but I still got Jalen Brunson. Like at this point, if Luca is not playing in a game, I'm really not concerned about the production loss because I still have Jalen Brunson on that squad, and Jalen Brunson is really, really good, man. So, um, I, I trust him to step up into the role and to just go with it and this Mavs team is playing really good defensively like mm-hmm. they're they're third in opponents uh three-point percentage and you know holding them to the fourth fewest attempts in the league and they're they're getting uh sit their sixth in opponents turnovers where the Rockets can't stop turning the ball over like yeah. they they just they play so fast so loose so young so free that they just turn the ball over up a million times and you know when you're 30th in turnovers it's hard to win basketball games they're 29th in opponents fast break points so easy buckets easy points um yes they're in their eighth three-point percentage in the country uh in the nba and second in attempts but if the if the mavericks get a hold and make it a struggle for them on the three-point line then they're going to be they're going to be hurting for some points here and i think the mavericks can still score we've seen that when luka was out and all these guys were out before uh, i think chris stats Porzingis being out as well is a little bit of a cause for concern because that was a p- pretty big workload when luka was missing time yeah but ultimately i like this mavericks squad i think they have a lot to offer 
um, around uh, in all the other pieces that they can put up some points. 11 and 9 ATS on the road. You got 7 and 10 for the Houston Rockets. Give me the Mavs in the two points here. I think that I think they can pull away in this one a little bit and uh, just you know a little bit of disarray in the Rockets organization right now. I, I like what the Mavs are doing. I'll, I'll back Jalen Brunson in the Mavs. Yeah, I think that when we we uh, on our last episode we talked about what the response was going to be from the Houston Rockets after the uh, the fiasco that happened at halftime against Denver. They didn't have Christian Wood and KPJ in that game against Philly, fine. But I think the way that they responded against Washington, number one, they played really well defensively, did the Rockets. And um, KPJ hit that game-winning three-point shot against Washington. I think that those maybe a, a, a rallying point for this Rockets team. And now they're coming back home, um, going up against Dallas here without their best player. Yeah, like you mentioned, they still do have Jalen Brunson and Tim Hardaway Jr., uh, but I just think that the Rockets are going to come out and play well here tonight against the uh, divisional opponent and upstate opponent of the Dallas Mavericks. And um, it sounds like a homer pick, and it pretty much is. But I just I just like the way the Rockets responded against Washington uh, on the road. Um, they held them to 111 points. And I think that's saying something for this Rockets team when they were automatically given up 120 points during their losing streak. Uh, when they lost about what eight nine games in a row, there they were giving up a lot of points to their opponents. So, so for them to at least hold the Washington Wizards two hundred eleven points, uh, I think they can kind of carry some of that momentum, or, or you know, hopefully they're past the situation of what happened in Denver. Um, you know, we saw when KPJ hit that game winning shot for the Houston Rockets that Stephen Silas was the first one at on the court after he hit that shot. Gave him a big hug. We saw John Lucas and and KPJ embrace and Jalen Green. So uh, I think that these young guys are going to come out and play here against Dallas. I'll take uh, the Houston Rockets uh, plus two at home uh, against this Dallas Mavericks team. Uh, thoughts on the total here, Terrell? Two fourteen. I just don't think I don't think the Rockets are going to score. Like I just don't I don't think they're going to score this game. I really don't think they're going to score this game. Like if we just so. The map, like when I say they're a good defensive squad, the Mavericks haven't given up over a hundred points since um, December twenty eighth when they played the Trailblazers and they gave up one seventeen in a game. They still blew them out and scored one thirty two. But yeah. since then, in five games since then, ninety five to the Kings, ninety six to the Kings, uh, eighty six to the Thunder. 89 to the Nuggets and 82 to the Warriors. Like, yeah, I know, I know the Warriors were, you know, nicked up and all that, but that's still 82 points to a really good team that can score the basketball. So I don't know. I just think the defense is what is what's going to carry this game tonight for them. So I'm leaning to the under in this okay. game. I don't think that I, I know the Rockets are an over team. And but the Mavs are an under team, and yeah, so it's yeah. gonna be, it's gonna be you know who who controls the game more, and I ultimately think the Mavericks control the game more and think slow things down to their side, and then just make it really hard for the Rockets, where the Rockets may be playing fast and all that, but the Rock, but the Mavericks are just gonna lock in defensively on them. So give me the under. The Rockets are gonna break the streak of the hundred points tonight, Terrell. They're gonna to score more than a hundred points uh against this Dallas Mavericks team tonight. But uh yeah, I would also lean towards the under here uh in this game. Uh let's move over to the next game um for this NBA schedule tonight, Terrell. We have uh 
Uh, let's see. We have the Minnesota Timberwolves headed to OKC to take on the Thunder, where the Minnesota Timberwolves are five and a half point road favorite. Currently seeing a total of 218 in this game. Let's check the injury report for both of these squads. Uh, Minnesota back and healthy. Everybody is back. No significant names on the injury report for the OKC Thunder. Derek Favors and Isaiah Roby are the two names that are on this um, injury report. So pretty much uh, health is not a concern for both of these teams. Everybody's healthy and ready to go for the squad. Start with the spread here, Terrell. What do you think at five and a half for the Wolves on the road against OKC here? Um, Is Lou Dort playing in this game? Yeah, Dort is in. SGA is in. Josh Giddy is in. Okay, because Dort missed the last one. And I just want to, as long, as long as Lou Dort is coming in and, you know, he gets to add his home production because he plays so much better at home. He shoots the ball so much better at home. Yeah. And, we're, we, you know, I said this last time and I'm not going to switch up now, but I'm taking the value plays in this series. So the value play was the Thunder and, you know, that line pushed and it could have been a money line win. Mm-hmm. And now I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Thunder and the money line in this one too. Like I I think the Thunder can be in this game. Yeah. Uh, you know this is the second game, so you're like you're likely to see some better production. We're probably gonna see a little bit more scoring from both of these squads because yep. both of them had a lot of people coming back from COVID that first yep. game. Now they got some of their legs under them a little bit. And so I do expect to see some more scoring on both of these squads, not to be in the, you know, under 200 points like last time. Yeah. But I, I like this team, Josh Giddy, SGA, Lou Dort, uh, Robinson Earl. You got man coming off the bench. You can uh, light it up sometimes. I, I, I think that this is, I think this is going to be the one for the thunder. Um, and it's going to be close. I wouldn't be surprised if Tim Wolves came out and got a back-to-back win, but I think the Thunder make it close. Uh, you know I don't like to fade the Tim Wolves too often when they have, you know, their trifecta of Ant-Man, Cat, and D'Lo. Yeah. I don't like to fade that at all, honestly. But give me the Thunder and the points here. I think they make it close, even if they don't get the win. Yeah, this was a bad shooting night for both of these teams in that game, and I think the, the Thunder – if you kind of take a look at it in that last game trail, they only scored 10 points in that first quarter. They were down 20 in the first half, sorry, in the first quarter. And they outscored uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves the rest of the game by, let's see, 54 and 26. That's 80, 80 to about, I think, 68 in this game. And they only lost by eight, like you said. But, yeah, bad shooting night for both of these teams. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves shot 36.7 from the field, 25.7 from the three-point line. For the, uh, so that was for the Thunder. And then for the Minnesota Timberwolves, not much better, 40% from the field, 27.3% from the three-point line. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, offense should be better here tonight in this game. Um, and I 100% agree with you. I like Thunder here tonight as well. Getting the points at home. You know I love taking home underdogs. I think this is a good spot. Uh, for the Thunder, um, everybody is healthy for them. So this is going to be one of the low-key fun games to watch here tonight, a uh, battle between a young squad between the Thunder and uh, for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Now, for the Minnesota Timberwolves, you know, they're seven, they're 12 and 5 against the spread uh, on the road, but they're only 7 and 10 straight up against um, 
straight up on the road in 17 games, 11 and four as a home underdog, sorry, a road underdog. Yeah. But one and one as a road favorite. So um, yeah, we've, we've talked about it last season. We talked about this season on kind of these back-to-back mini series between two teams on, you know, either consecutive nights or two nights in, um, uh, in three, in three days, you always want to probably take the other team to uh, probably make the adjustments. But I think that, you know, if, if Thunder get off to a better start here than they did in the last game where they only scored 10 points, I think that they should keep this within the number and possibly could get this uh, outright victory here tonight. Um, thoughts on the total, Terrell, of 217? Yeah. Um, 218 now. Um, let's uh, – let, I mean, let's go over. Like, let's. I really think the offense is going to be better tonight. I, I really do. I think the offense on both sides is going to be better tonight. Yeah. And – you know, I, I, I can see these teams scoring in the upper hundreds and just like the scoring just is on. So, yeah, let's go over. Yeah, this number opened 214 and a half. It's all the way up to 218, 218 and a half are starting to pop up. So looks like the money is coming in on the over between these two teams uh, tonight. Um, let's get to the next game. Terrell, we have the Washington Wizards headed to Chicago to take on the Bulls. The Bulls are a six-point home favorite, currently seeing a total of 225. Uh, For the injury report for this game, um, everybody is healthy for the Chicago Bulls, except for Alex Caruso. He's in health and safety protocols for the Chicago Bulls. Um, Other than that, Javante Green is also out uh, with a right abductor strain. Uh, A little more significant for the Washington Wizards. Uh, Davis Bertans is doubtful tonight. With the mm-hmm. left foot mid, sorry, a midfoot sprain, um, Montrez Harrell is questionable uh, being in the health and safety protocols. Uh, but other than that, everybody is a go for the Washington Wizards. Uh, it just feels like these two teams are playing each other every other night. Uh, let me see. This is probably the second or third matchup already between these two teams. Um, well, we know so, what one was. Yeah. So the one was on New Year's Day. Where the um, I'm sorry, the Chicago Bulls DeRozan game, yeah, one twenty one nineteen. That one flew over the total. I think that's the only other matchup that I I don't feel like they've played like every other night, but I guess not. So second matchup uh, in as many nights between these two teams. Let's start with the side here, Terrell. Six point favorites for the Chicago Bulls. What are you thinking? I'm I'm on. I'm on the Bulls. Okay. I'm, I'm on the uh, – yeah, I, I, I was trying to talk myself to the Wizards, but I'm on the Bulls. I think the Bulls are just too good. Uh, first points – first in NBA in points per game over the last seven, first in three-point percentage, shooting 45% from three. Like, that's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, it's probably all they, Zach Levine, too. Yeah, yeah uh, honestly. Um and 39, about 39% of their points come in the paint. That's 26 in the NBA. That just shows, like, you know, they're really stepping out and shooting the ball, basketball, and that's really just how they're scoring on teams. Mm-hmm. And whereas you kind of look on the Wizards side of the ball, yeah, they're scoring um, 10th best in the NBA uh, during that same span, but they're 26 in opponents' three-point percentage. They're giving up a lot of points, 20, 25th in opponents' points per game, 114 points per game. Yep. And I think that the only solace – for the Wizards is that they score in the paint. 46.47.6% of their points comes in the paint where it, where the Bulls are second to last in opponents' points in the paint. 
So the only yeah. solace for them is that they got to get the ball into the paint and score the basketball there. And I think that they will, but I don't know. This feels like it could be a possible get up spot for the Wizards, knowing that they just lost on a buzzer beater. They're kind of feeling a little real confident in themselves that, hey, you know, this is the number one team in the East. And, you know, we took we took them to the wire like that. Yep. But I think the Bulls respond. I think the Bulls respond. They have Lonzo back. I think I think they yeah. respond and up the ante defensively a little bit more, uh, especially with Lonzo in the lineup. I think they up the ante, ante defensively on them a little bit more. I think they just pull away in this one. So give me the Bulls, minus six. Yeah, the Chicago Bulls have now won eight games in a row uh, since I think everybody returned from health and safety protocols. So they're clicking on all, all cylinders right now. Uh, yeah, the other night on New Year's Day or last week, uh, 121-19 victory for the Chicago Bulls over the Washington Wizards. Um, you know, we kind of take a look over the last five games, Terrell, that the as far as pace, both of these teams are tied for number uh, five in the league. Uh, offensive efficiency-wise, you talked about it. Chicago Bulls are number nine. And defensively, Chicago uh, is number 12, but Washington all the way down to number 30, or at least over the last five games. So, I think points are going to be scored again in this game as well. I, I don't want to shy away from this uh, Chicago Bulls team. I've been riding them all season long. They've been really good to me. Um, so I'm going to continue to do that. The one concern is the Chicago Bulls are number 25 in the entire league over the last five games in points allowed inside the paint. Uh, Washington has done a better job. They're at number 14 inside the paint. So um, there's going to be another fun game to watch, I think. Uh, like you mentioned, Washington – not so great defensively over their last five to seven games here. So definitely keep an eye out for the sh- on that for sure. But yeah, I agree with you. I like Washington. I'm sorry. I like Chicago here tonight as well. Um, I don't want to get in front of the train, man. They've won eight games in a row. DeRozan's playing out of his mind. You have Lonzo back, like you mentioned. So uh, let's ride with the Bulls here. Uh, uh, thoughts on the total, 225? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going with the over. I think that... Uh, points are going to be scored by the Bulls. I don't think the Bulls are going to lock in completely on the Wizards and not let them score anything, but I think the Bulls are going to score a lot of points and, and you know, make pull away in this one. Uh, yeah. Also, to add that the Wizards 7-13-1 on the road ATS, third worst in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tagging. I, I just – I think the, the Bulls are really, really good. They're going to put up a lot of points. The – they give up a lot of points to the center position, the Wizards. I think that, you know, they're going to give up points. So, I think it's going to be a nice little Vucevic game. I yeah. think DeRozan – I think everybody just pitches in on this one, and they probably get them out of there a little early, to be honest. I think they get them out of there early, and that extra scoring comes in the second half with some reserves in there. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm trying to see what Vucevic has done again on, on uh, New Year's Day. He had 22 points, 12 rebounds against his uh, sorry, against against the Washington Wizards in that game. So, um, yeah, look for that. Fifth, dom- fifth worst in the NBA in the last seven. Fifth worst against the center position in the NBA. Yeah, there you go. So, um, yeah, look for Vucevic to have a big game tonight. Again, the outside shooting between, you know, if it's Lonzo Ball and it's Kobe White has come on too, man. We haven't talked about him uh, much uh, mm-hmm. for the Chicago Bulls too. He's been a nice piece for They're them deep. coming off the bench. Yeah, this team is finally deep. I feel like they just need to add one more, you know, interior guy to maybe protect the rim. Um, but, uh, yeah, I really like what this Bulls squad has done. Not only the offseason of getting this team together, but also how Billy Donovan has – 
guided them to being the number one team in the Eastern Conference so far behind the play of Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. Anything else for this game, Terrell? No, I'm good. All right, let's take one uh, final break here, and then we'll get to the three games out on the West Coast. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. The fantasy season may be over, but the action is still coming on the Better Fantasy app. Download their free-to-play app today to bet on player props for the NFL playoffs. You can also enter their player prop pools and score big when you win. We love Better Fantasy because we can win awesome prizes and even raise money for charity along the way too. It's totally free to play. You'll earn better credit by completing challenges and use them to place your bets. Better Fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 U.S. states. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via QR codes, text, and links among other methods. No money is transacted on the app and it is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and you and see who can win and hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want, as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io SGPN. That's SoBet.io SGPN today to join the revolution. And don't forget, guys, the SGPN app is now live on the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, let's get to these final three games. We have the Sacramento Kings headed to Denver to take on the Nuggets, where the Nuggets are a seven and a half point home favorite. Currently seeing a total of 225 and a half in this game. Uh, let's check the injury report for the squads. Uh, let's start with the Denver Nuggets. Um, Can Can Carr is out with a right foot fracture. Uh, Aaron Gordon is probable non-COVID related illness. Uh, Jeff Green questionable being in the health and safety protocols. Marcus Howard continues to be out with a left knee sprain. Uh, Bones Highland probable non-COVID related illness. And that is pretty much it for the Denver Nuggets. For the Sacramento Kings, Rashawn Holmes is out, health and safety protocols. Uh, Metu is out in health and safety protocols, but everybody else is a go. Uh, and sorry, Terrence Davis questionable with the left ankle soreness for the Sacramento Kings. So let's start with the spread here, Terrell. Uh, seven and a half for the Denver Nuggets at home tonight. What do you think? Oh, seven and a half. So it makes it so hard to lay seven and a half with the Nuggets when we just have seen over the past few games them absolutely not show up in the second half. Like yeah. just not even come out the locker room. It is super 
super duper hard to lay seven and a half with the Nuggets in that because it's just like no matter what lead that they do build or how well they do play, it's just so easy to just let them like just let them hang around and then come back and you know you throw reserves in there because you're feeling good and they come back and get a rally and now we're sitting on a bad beat. Um, I don't think I can touch this team with seven and a half points. Yeah, I, it's a lot. I, I don't. I the the Kings are bad, but uh, they can it's, still score. Like you still got Halliburton, you still got Fox. Like you have the key pieces of this team. You know the key pieces of this team are not in the health and safety protocols. Yeah. Um, we've questioned the Nuggets' ability to score the basketball all year long, literally all year long. Um, they're 29th in turnovers and you know, you're not going to like, <laughs> they turn the ball over 29th in the NBA of 30 teams. Yeah. Um, and when I sit here and I think about the Kings and the one thing that they can do well is guard the three point line, they're ninth, uh, and they're, they're just like, they're top 10. They are top 10 in opponents, three point percentage. 32.4% in the last seven. And I think it's even better than that when you look at their entire body of work. Yeah. But uh, I'm I'm just – I'm going to blindly take the Kings here and just say that the Nuggets just don't do what they're supposed to do in the second half. Yeah, I, I think that if you're going to play this game – and let me get to the ATS numbers before I get to Denver here. For the Sacramento Kings, uh, on the road, they've been pretty good. They're 11-6 and six against the spread. They're eight and five as road underdogs this season. Um, so, you know, they've been a pretty good squad, at least against the number on the road here so far this season. And then for the Denver Nuggets, 15 and 21 overall against the spread, six and nine at home against the spread. They're four and seven as home favorites, Terrell. So, at least the ATS numbers are kind of backing this number up here. So, I don't have faith right now in this Denver team, especially like we've talked about in the second half. Um, this number for the total is a little high for me, but I I, I kind of see why. Um, but I, I kind of love this first half over here tonight because, again, we've talked about how this, this team doesn't show up, the Denver Nuggets, or they don't score as much as they do in the first half. They're dead last in second half scoring in the entire mm-hmm. league. But in the first half, Denver is number five where they're averaging 57.1 points per game in the first half over their last three games, 56.7 in the first half. And Sacramento, number 12 in first half scoring 55.7 over their last three games, the same number they've been consistent at 55. So I'm kind of leaning towards the first half over in this game. Um, But yeah, I I agree with you. This number is a little inflated for the Denver Nuggets, and I'm not sure why it is, but... um, yeah, I agree, man. Uh, anything else you're looking at for this game? Um, My question, to, uh, one more, sorry to interrupt you, but the only concern I may have for the Kings is who's going to really be able to contain the Joker here tonight. Yeah, and I mean, I think Joker is, is liable to just go ahead and get his, but everybody else is just doesn't look good. Like, they're, they're just a lack, like, regardless of how they look, there's just a lack of scoring in the second half that is sustainable to win a basketball game. Like, to con- to continuously win and cover the spread in basketball games, there's just – there's not a lack – there's, like, a lack of scoring or a lack of effort there. Yeah. And 
I just can't get behind that, especially with a Kings team that I know can score the basketball, continue to score the basketball. Um, I'm on Tyrese Halliburton assist again. I'm just mm-hmm. going to keep pounding that. And that, that's been an auto bet for me recently. So I'm just going to keep on go, riding that wave. But I like De'Aaron Fox to have a good game. Uh, I think Halliburton himself could even have a good game scoring. Denver is worst in the league. Worst in the league in the last seven against point guard scoring. So mm-hmm. uh, I think that both of them can have a pretty solid day. Uh, and it's really going to come down to the threes. Like it's going to come down to the threes because the Kings love, like they make their threes, but they don't take too many attempts. They're third in the, they're third in the league in three point percentage, 39 point, 39% over these last seven games. But they're 27th in attempts. Yeah. So it's like, all right, you're hitting, you're hitting what you do attempt. But why are we not attempting more? Like, let's let's try to take advantage of the Nuggets in that aspect of the game because we're going to need put point put up points on the road. So yeah, uh, I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see this game. I I'm just gonna bet the Kings because this number is just rather large and. The, the Nuggets could win. The Nuggets could have a lead, a sizable lead going into halftime, and they could piss it away slowly or surely. Just piss it away. Yeah, I'm curious to see how uh, De'Aaron Fox has done against the. Um, I'm sorry, against the Nuggets here. I'm trying to quickly pull that up. I know last game out, uh, Nikola Jokic dropped the 50 piece on the um, on the Denver Nuggets. But I, I think De'Aaron Fox has a plus matchup here tonight. I'm not sure that Faku Kompazzo can stay in front of uh, the speed of De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, over the last three games, uh, De'Aaron Fox has scored 21 or more points uh, for the uh, Kings against his uh, Denver Nuggets squad. So um, let me see if I can find a points prop right now for um, De'Aaron Fox. It's at 22 and a half. Um, but I think that, yeah, Tyrese Halliburton and Darren Fox should have a game tonight against this uh, Denver squad. But this should be one of the fun matchups to watch here tonight between these two teams. Uh, anything else for this game, Terrell? No, no, I'm good. All right, let's move over to the next game. We have the Cleveland Cavaliers headed to Portland to take on the Trailblazers, where the Cavs are a six-point road favorite in this game, a total of 216 and a half. First, get to the injury report here for both of these squads. Let's start with Portland. We know Dame and CJ are both out for this game. Uh, Larry Nance Jr. is also out for this game. Cody Zeller, questionable. For the Cleveland Cavaliers, um, Isaac Okoro is out with the left elbow sprain. We're seeing that Rajon Rondo and uh, Osman are probable as they return from uh, health and safety protocols. Uh, and then we already know about Ricky Rubio being lost for the season uh, with the torn ACL. Um, but everybody else is pretty much healthy for this Cavs squad. Uh, Terrell, let's start with the spread here. Six-point road favorites for the Cavs. Cavs. Cl- Cavs. Cav okay. okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no, we're good. I don't know. The people, y'all, y'all, people, y'all can't see me, but I closed my notebook as soon as he said, you know, Cavs at the Trailblazers. I just closed my notebook. I'm, you know, didn't need it. Cavs six. I, I don't have to say anything else. We're we're just gonna we're, we're gonna take the number one team against the spread against the fucking Portland Trailblazers. Like that's yeah. just what we're gonna do. 
Yeah, this is got this is a spot where I think a get right spot for the poor, sorry for the Cleveland Cavaliers. The, the Cavs have lost four of their last five games. So um, again, I think they're not going to have success inside with Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. Uh, I don't think Yusuf Verkic is going to be able to stay with either one of those two guys. So look for those two guys to dominate inside. And then again, a lot of depth at least at the forward positions for both for for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Man, Kevin Love he's been getting his minutes. Um, Lauren Markkinen has been good as well all season long when he's been playing for this squad. So, um, yeah. Literally, uh, the, the two spots that the Trailblazers cannot do anything to stop are the two spots that the, the Cavs have everybody on their roster. The power forward position, the Portland Trailblazers are giving up 27.1 points per game. That is one, two, three, four, five, six worst in the NBA. And then at the center position, they're giving up 32.2 points per game. That is second worst in the NBA. I expect, matter of fact, just where, where is Jared Allen props? Like Jared Allen, just give me Jared Allen points and rebounds. Give me Evan Mobley. Give me Kevin Love. Just, I'm going to hit somewhere over there in number three. Okay, I, I, so... just, I don't think that, I don't think that Portland is going to be in this game. I think this is going to be an absolute get right spot for the Cavs. Yeah. Evan Mobley points and rebounds, 23 and a half. Jared, sorry, Jared Allen, 27 and a half. Uh, tonight uh, and Lauren Markin, they also have listed 18 and a half between those two squads. I'm really curious to see what the blocks are for this game because I have no faith in the Portland Trailblazers being able to score inside the basket here. Um, I would probably take Evan Mobley and Jared Allen both over one and a half blocks here tonight. Uh, it's probably right at minus 120, minus 125 for this, but let me see. Mm-hmm. Actually, plus 105 for both of them. Evan Mobley, plus 105, over one and a half blocks. Jared Allen, over one and a half blocks at plus 105. I kind of like I, that. I see Jared Allen, 25 points at plus 420, A. And I see Evan Mobley at 25 points at plus 780. I like both of those. I think that a little bit, a little sprinkle on both, and I'm almost positive one of those goes. Yeah, so I, I like. Yeah, go ahead. I'm I sorry. Think, I'm sorry. Uh, no, just no, go ahead. Getting Darius Garland back means the world. I think Darius Garland has a double double tonight and feeds a lot of assist. I think he's able to feed a lot of assist and get it to the guys inside and just kind of help facilitate that offense of what he's able to do. Um, because they, they were in desperate need of somebody to run the offense. Like, that was really what it was. They were in desperate need of somebody to run the offense. Here we are, Cavs again, Cavs first half, and now we got, Dar- we got Darius Garland back. That was really what we were missing. We were missing Darius Garland, so let's hop right back on the Cavs first half train. This uh, – So these, this is – so bad. Yeah, this is a second matchup between these two teams. So let's kind of put this in perspective here, Terrell. I know we're – talking about this game a lot but back on november 3rd portland traveled to cleveland where they were a five and a half point favorite and lost that game outright by three points and that was with damian lillard that was with cj mccullum in the lineup and they still lost the game by three and if I'm, I'm pulled up the stat box here for that game jared allen in 40 minutes 24 points 17 rebounds one block one steal evan mobley 11 points 11 rebounds in that game um colin sexton did play in that game he scored 21 but you had darius garland who also dropped 19 points and like you said the assist he had 10 in that game so um I think maybe we need to put a same game parlay together uh, for this oh, cap squad um, oh, for this game. My, 
good friends at WinBet got me. Let, yeah, so I think, yeah, check that out on Twitter later. Uh, Terrell will get that posted, but kind of a tease here. Jared Allen rebounds 10 and a half. Uh, it's what the book has posted. Evan Mobley, seven and a half rebounds posted, which I don't understand. And assists for Darius Garland tonight is listed at eight and a half at plus 115. So a uh, couple of player props to consider there. I really like those rebounding props uh, for both of those guys, especially Evan Mobley tonight against this Portland squad. Uh, anything else for this game, Terrell? Um, man. Oh, I will be it, on no. the team total for the Caps tonight. One eleven. That's that seems like a no brainer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, somebody from Portland is gonna have a really nice day. I mean, you can take a dart and throw it at the board and kind of figure out who it is. Somebody's gonna have a nice day. I'm just not gonna. I I just don't trust Portland. I do not trust Portland, and I don't trust Portland with two of their best players out. Oh, so, yeah, especially when they had those two players when these two teams matched up uh, earlier this year, and they still lost. Yeah, no, so I, I, I don't trust Portland. Um, Norman Powell's going to try to do what he can to keep them afloat. I don't think it works. Yeah, and again, we talked about a fading Afridy Simons, but he still did pretty well against the Miami Heat uh, the other night. He still dropped yeah, he 28, had 28 points. Yeah, 5 of 10 from three-point land. Maybe it's tonight. I'm going now. I'm doing it tonight. I didn't do it. I, I forgot. I fell asleep. And you know the time difference, Moon off. Yeah, yeah. The time difference is really I hard. I don't blame you. Yeah, it's, it's really hard. And then these games are kicking off like right as I'm getting up, getting ready to go for, go to work. So like, I it's hard to get some of these bet slips in, Moon off. So I forgot. I'm sorry. I forgot. But I'm gonna do it tonight. <laughs> he had 28, so I'm glad I didn't do it. But I'm gonna do it tonight. It's a maybe good thing that you forgot because he did go off uh, uh, against the Miami Heat. But uh, yeah, let's move over to the last game of the night, Terrell. We have the Atlanta Hawks. In LA. Dang, we still got another game? Last game, last game of the night. <laughs> Atlanta Hawks headed to LA to take on the Lakers. Lakers are a three-point favorite here, a total of 229. Let's quickly check the injury report for both of these squads. I know Trey Young did not play in the last game for the uh, Atlanta Hawks, but uh, a pretty lengthy. Um, I think there's maybe getting a couple of guys back here tonight. Uh, seeing a lot of questionable tags. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanov is questionable as he returns from health and safety protocols. John Collins questionable. Jalen Johnson questionable. Trey, Trey Young has a lower back contusion. Uh, but guys that are out for sure are Solomon Hill, DeAndre Hunter. Um, not anybody significant, but make sure to check those questionable tags for the Atlanta Hawks here tonight uh, as they get guys back from health and safety protocols. For the L.A. Lakers, nobody of significance that's out. LeBron James, probable, but he's been on the injury report every single day. So full healthy squad for the Lakers. Three-point favorites at home tonight for the Lakers. Terrell, what are you thinking? Uh... I feel like I kind of want to wait till I have more on- answers on this Atlanta Hawks squad if those questionable guys are going to be in this game tonight or not because they are returning really from covid yeah, and that's ultimately what it is. But those guys are also like returning from COVID. So if they're, I, I don't like. It's been a while since we've seen some of these guys. Like it really has, and it's been yeah. a while. It's been even longer since we've seen the Hawks at full strength because as soon as they got guys back from COVID, the other half of the team went on to COVID. So it's been a very, very long time since we've seen this Hawks team be together. And yeah. even if they're all together tonight, I'm not sure I want to back that in the first game. Now, I am going to be looking for any spots in the future where we get the Hawks as a sizable underdog or where mm-hmm. teams are kind of, you know, sleeping on them. 
Yep. And they they just rolled through. Like I'm looking a little bit ahead into the future and they get the Bucks again in Atlanta. I think that's gonna be a I think they're gonna be a pretty decent a pretty decent dog. Uh, depending how they do these uh, through these next couple of games, they get a, a two two game series with the Heat. I think that they can compete in there. You know that they're gonna get up for the Knicks. The they have uh, this two game set in LA, where I'm 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 almost positive that they're gonna beat the Lakers. I mean, yeah. not the Lakers, but the uh, Clippers. Mm-hmm. Almost positive they're gonna beat the Clippers. So not worried about that. I think they're about to ring off a string of wins coming up, and so. I just don't think tonight is it the first night that they're getting all these guys back. I think that tonight's the letdown. Yeah. You know, they take a L here, get up for the Clippers, second night with everybody back, been practicing, getting their legs under them, getting in game speed, mm-hmm. and then the Hawks go on their run. I can't I can't be mad about that. I think that, yeah, you're right. We've seen it across the league when you're getting a lot of guys back. Um, from being in the health and safety protocols, it takes a game, at least at least one game for them to kind of get their legs back and get their win back. So, yeah, definitely check these questionable tags. But I think for both of these squads, um, especially for the Atlanta Hawks, not having their guys, they are struggling defensively, uh, Terrell. They are number 29 right down there with the uh, Portland Trailblazers uh, in defensive rating at 124.6. Um, so I think that the Lakers – um, I think that we see a lot of points in this game as well. I mean, the total is kind of indicative of that at 229. Atlanta Hawks are also number 27 in the entire league and points allowed in the paint at 53.2. So I think you kind of probably have to roll with the Lakers here tonight, minus a three, and also leaning towards the over in this squad because I'm not taking an under. Now, if Trey Young does not go in this game, I'd probably look at the under yeah. uh, because they – Without obviously their guys, they only put up 102 against the Portland Trailblazers the other night. So uh, definitely check the injury report before the uh, you bet this game. But either way, I, I do kind of do like the Lakers at minus three here, Terrell. Anything else? Um. Okay, so there is a multiple of different ways you can look at this. Mm-hmm. But last time out, Russell Westbrook had zero turnovers. Yeah. Russell Westbrook had zero turnovers. It had been like some 470 games yeah. since he had <laughs> zero turnovers. You're right. You're right. I'm looking at his, his turnover prop, and there is a heavy amount of juice on it. I think that it's about to notch up to the next level. But three and a half, over three and a half turnovers. Like, if this isn't the most... <laughs> like get up and fade rush spots after having zero turnovers. All right, bet Russ is gonna go back to being he's gonna feel good about himself and he's gonna go back to being Russ and just start turning the ball over and playing all willy-nilly. Like I think even four and a half, because I'm almost I'm almost positive this line is about to make a jump to four and a half, even probably before this podcast even gets out to the people. I still like it at four and a half. Like if I'm just gonna fade, I'm just gonna fade Russ. There was a there's a part of me that wants to find if you can alt it for him to have another zero assist game. I mean uh-huh. zero turnover right. game. Yeah. I could that that would be like that's gotta be heavily juiced. Like that's gotta be like plus seven hundred, eight hundred range if you find anybody that does that. But his turnovers, I will buy the over on his turnover prop because I think there's more off. I think it's more often than not that he just reverts back to being the old Russ than to just show up and have a low turnover <laughs> game. 
I might have to steal this play for the broadcast today, Terrell, because I want to I want to look at this his game log. Yeah, it's zero against yep, the yep. Kids, read it out. But read it out. Let's go. Uh, I'll start like mid December. Let's start from the seventeenth of December. So one, so one. Okay, one's not bad, but after that, six, yep. seven, five. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. had three, mm-hmm. and then seven, five, four, nine, and then the zero last night again, or the other night against the yep. uh, Sacramento Kings. So, um, yeah, I think uh, if, if my book offers this, but if you have one of these uh, DraftKings win bet, uh, those type of books that offer turnover props, you need to get down on um, Russell Westbrook turnovers here tonight against the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, anything else for this game, Terrell? No, I, I definitely uh, will be playing this tonight. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to – and uh, I'm, there, it, it's so funny that he has a zero – like he just comes out after all this scrutiny and drops a zero turnover night just for him to come back <laughs> and have a super high turnover day. Like, it is so like him to just be like, all right, here you go. Like, here, damn, you got it. Now I'm about to go back and playing me and just playing how I want to play and doing whatever with the basketball. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm fating that. I think, yeah. that he, he I think it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. He's going to have a game at least of five tonight. I feel it uh, for Russ tonight against the Atlanta Hawks. All right, Terrell, let's get into our – picks portion of the episode uh it's friday we will probably put together a friday's parlays for you courtesy of win bet um but let's get to our lock and dog for tonight uh you want to go first or you want me to go first no it's it's we're we're gonna keep it i'm just gonna shoot through it I'm, I'm going through a slide but i'm just gonna shoot through it but we're gonna keep the mojo going because we we had a good thing going with you leading all right. Um, let's see here. Let me pull up the screen and see what I like here for tonight. All right. Um, for my lock, um, <laughs> I know what you're going to lock up, so I'm going to leave that to you. Um, let's see. Let's see. Which was that total that I really liked tonight? I'll go with the total. I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Uh, I think it was at uh, Wizards and Bulls game here tonight. Uh, Let's take the over. Let me see if I can find the best number here in that game. Let me put on my screen here. Uh, I think everything's moving towards 225 and a half. So I'll give you it out at 225 and a half. Washington Wizards and Chicago Bulls over 225 and a half in this game. I think we'll see a lot of pace in this game. Both of these teams are tied for number five of the last five games. As far as pace uh, defensively, defensive rating, uh, Washington's at number 20. Chicago have been playing better defensively. They're at number 12, but again, they've been putting up the points um, over their last, or at least over their winning streak here. And again, inside the paint, Chicago's all the way down to number 25. So maybe the Washington Wizards have some success getting to the basket here tonight, getting some easy points. So uh, let's go over 225 and a half as my lock. For my dog, um, man, I do like the Thunder plus the six here. I also like Sacramento at plus 280. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Let's go. Let's go with the Thunder, man, plus the six. 
uh, plus 190 on the money line. We've talked about the back-to-back situations uh, where two squads are getting together, either in back-to-back nights or two nights or two games in three nights. I'll take the Thunder here uh, in a bounce-back spot, plus the six and plus 190 against this Minnesota Timberwolves squad where not so great numbers for them on the road, at least against the spread. Um, I'm sorry, they are really good against the spread on the road, but as home, sorry, as road favorites are one and one. So, um, but this Oklahoma City Thunder squad at home, 13 and six against the spread, 12 and five as home underdogs. I'm going to back those numbers every day, every day of the week. So for my lock over in the Wizards and Bulls game over 225 and a half in my dog, I will take the Thunder plus the six plus 190 on the money line for this Friday night. Terrell, what do you say you? Okay, for my lock, let's go with Cleveland minus six. Fuck the Trailblazers. They're not good. They're missing some of their best players. Uh, That was, yeah, I'm just going to go there. For my dog, I think I was deciding between the same two teams that you were. So I will go the other way because I just, I can honestly, truly, and I may actually – make a play on this. Um, I wonder if Winbet has this for me right now. Uh, I will make a play on this where I'll take the Nuggets first half and I will take the Kings to win the game because the Nuggets have just been completely abysmal in the second half recently. It's been absolutely terrible. And I think Sacramento, honestly, I don't, I'm not 100% certain that even Denver even covers the first half number because Sacramento was actually pretty good in the first half. Uh, so with all of that, I think Therese Halliburton and De'Aaron Fox are going to carry this team. They still have Buddy Hill. They still have Harrison Barnes. They, they have all, like, they're not missing any of their major pieces. They still have Davion Mitchell that can give some people fits. Yeah. Yes, I think Jokic has a really good game. Does everybody else have a game? Not 100% certain. Maybe Aaron Gordon does, but yeah. not 100% certain about the backcourt or anything like that. So, yeah, give me the Kings plus 270 on the money line. Kings plus 270 on the money line for Terrell. So your lock is Cavs minus the six and Kings plus 270 on the money line. Uh, tonight, I'll give out a bonus lock in that um, Cavs game. I think you have to, have to, have to take the Cavs team total to go over against this Portland uh, Trailblazers defense, man. They've just been absolutely atrocious. Um, over 111.5, that's what I'll give out as a bonus lock to the people. Um, Cavs. Team total over 111.5 uh, for tonight against the uh, Portland Trail Blazers. Uh, Terrell, do uh, you have a parlay ready? Um, No, I don't. But uh, I'm about to put one together and like as we talk. And I'll just go ahead and throw a bonus lock in there as one of my legs of the parlay, too. Let's just go ahead and take a Toronto in the 11.5. Like, okay. We don't know who the heck that they're even going to field in this game. Like we have no idea. So let's just, let's just go ahead and take that. Uh, So that's going to be a bonus lock. I'm going to throw that into the parlay. Okay. Let's get the Cavs first half into the parlay. Cavs minus three first half. Pretty sure that's a, that feels really, really good. 
Mm-hmm. Um, let's do. I really like OKC to keep it close, so we'll take OKC plus five and a half. Okay. I think OKC definitely keeps it close. And then what's something? Let's go back to that Denver Nuggets game, and let's just not even take a side. Let's take a first half play on that over. I like that. One fifteen and a half. So let's take a first half play on that over. Yeah, that's it. Yep, this is perfect right here. So we have Toronto minus the eleven and a half. Okay. We have OKC plus five and a half. Mm-hmm. We have the Cavs first half minus three, and we have the over one fifteen and a half first half for the Kings Nuggets game. That's going to give you twelve to one odds. I like it. I really like that. That's a that's a really good parlay. Um, hopefully that cashes for you tonight. Um, yeah, I got a deposit bonus from WinBet. I think I'm a I'm gonna use that on it. There you go. Um, for mine, let's see here. Main. I really like OKC to come out play well in the first quarter against this squad, but I don't see a number. Oh, there it is. Uh, let's go plus one and a half. Fit. Oh, I can't do that in the parlay. Okay. Um, I'll put a three-teamer out there. Let's go the over 229 in the Hawks and Lakers game. Okay. Uh, let's go over in the T-Wolves and Thunder game. Okay. And I will take um, – there was a first-half number that I really liked. Um forgot which one it was but i think i'll have to also agree with you on that Cavs first half minus two and a half i think they just come out and blitz them in that first half and this Cavs team has been really good um so mine is going to be a six to one close with six to one parlay that's over in the hawks lakers game 229 over thunder lakers sorry um thunder timberwolves 217 and a half and first half Cavs minus the two and a half it's around plus one sorry plus 581 um, for the Friday's parlays for tonight. Terrell, anything else uh, we need to get to, man? A huge show today, a lot of games, a lot of picks uh, for the slate tonight. But uh, anything else we need to touch on? Um, No, let me, let me think. I actually, I wouldn't mind. I think that I feel like this is our night. I think you should also parlay our dogs on the money line. I think you should parlay our dolls on the money line. Oh, let me see what that is real quick. Uh, yes, cancel this. All right, you have the uh, Sacramento Kings, right, for your money line? Yeah. Uh, let's go. Sacramento Kings plus 280, and mine was the Thunder. Uh, whew, 10 to 1. 10 to 1. I like it. Kings money line yeah, I'm- and Thunder money line. Ten to one. Uh, kind of a little, slightly nervous because the Nuggets just lost to the Jazz. But fuck it, I just I don't know. They, they, there's something wrong with them right now. There is something wrong with them right now. For the Nuggets, yeah, I just feel like they don't have enough scoring right now, man. And I think there's only so much that the Joker can do. Uh, for whereas this. Sacramento can score the fuck out the ball. Yeah, and they haven't. And I'm like, I'm like waiting for the Sacramento Kings to just be one of those squads where they just come out and drop 110, 120 every single night. Like they have the offensive power. I don't know what's going on with them uh, for not being able to score the basketball, especially when you have Halliburton, Deer, and Fox, Buddy Healed, 
uh, on this roster. Those guys can put the ball in the bucket. Harrison Barnes, these guys are, can knock down jump shots and get to the basket. So um, hopefully like we you know that's a trend that we may want to keep an eye on before they start scoring here. Uh, that will be it for the Friday show here tonight. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, uh, for the support. I think we need to throw out there, Terrell, that the NBA Gambling Podcast was ranked in the top 50 as far as basketball uh, pods. Yes. Thank you. Thank um, you so, so much. Yeah, from Terrell and I and everyone at the NBA Gambling Podcast, thank you so much to all of our supporters, our listeners um, that – not only listen to us, but also tweet at us when they're back in our picks. Uh, we also have haters that tweet at us. Uh, so thank you so much for the motivation, but let's keep this thing growing. Please, please, Top please. 25 next. Yeah. If you haven't left us a rating or a review, uh, please do so. Uh, um, asking you humbly to please do that. Uh, that'll only help us grow the show, get up in these rankings, and then we can put these pods out for you. Uh, every day. And again, another breaking news is we're going to start going every single day starting next week. So the NBA gambling podcast is now uh, y'all asked for it. So we kind of are, are going to make this happen. Yeah. Starting next Monday, we are going to go every single day uh, between myself, Terrell, Zach is back in the fold. Scott is also going to be in the rotation as well. So a lot of great basketball minds. We're going to be grinding this out every single day. So um, excited about that for not only us, but also our listeners that uh, mm-hmm. we're going to have a lot of great content coming up over the next month or so as well. So Terrell, last thoughts and let the people know where they can find you before we sign off, brother. Yeah. Uh, at really real underscore underscore Instagram and Twitter. And, you know, I'm here and we're, we're here five days a week well four days for us but y'all are getting five days yep. uh, me and moon off are splitting the tuesday thursday slate so you'll get a moon off show and you'll get a me show yep. and trust me i may get fired after the me show because we <laughs> hey y'all it, for those that have caught me and scott doing the fantasy football segment me and scott will go on a tyrant or a tirade about some things like we will talk a lot of shit and so expect me and Scott to talk a lot of shit when we get our Thursday shows going. So uh, looking forward to it. Can't wait to see y'all. Yeah, the Thursday show is going to be uh, more entertaining, I guess, than the Tuesday show because me and me and uh, me and uh, Zach are like two old men that just kick up our feet and just talk about basketball. And just, oh, I think you're entertaining, bro. Uh, I don't know about that, but I try to bring in the, I try to, I try to bring the winners. I try to bring the winners and, and, and put the cash in the, in the pockets for the listeners. That's just my goal on this podcast. But you, you are definitely, you and Scott are definitely the uh, entertainers of the NBA gambling podcast with the rants and all that good stuff. So Scott has such a funny sense of humor. Like if you, like if you listen, like Scott's sense of humor is fucking hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to it. We're going to have, we got so much planned, yo. Like we have so much plan i'm looking forward to it so it's up one is onwards for the nba gambling podcast so uh starting monday monday to friday so if you guys have any suggestions as well tweet at us if you want anything to talk about uh or any topics you want us to discuss or anything that we're not talking about definitely happy to do that so with that being said guys good luck with your picks on this friday evening and throughout this weekend let's cash tonight let's have a big night a lot of great games in the nba let's break these books off And we'll see you guys back on Monday morning to recap the weekend. Till then, let it ride.